Okay, that's all right. We're keeping this as the intro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. <clears throat> Welcome to the Crush Monocle Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about stuff, all the stuff. I'm your host, Coop. This is my co-host, John. I'm not. There's too many people here. I'm not going to introduce myself. I'm, I'm okay. scared. Okay, well, that was John. <laughs> We're all very awkward because we have a whole bunch of guests tonight, a, whole, a panel of guests. Um, in this episode, we have, uh, let's see, first off, we have the multi-instrumentalist from the Brazilian post-punk noise rock project known as Cool Sorcery, uh, Mr. Marcos Aziz. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Yeah. What's up, guys? Uh, next up, we have multi-instrumentalist, producer, engineer from the post-noise band Dadir. Also a writer for BeardedGentlemanMusic.com and a dear personal friend to me, Mr. Kendon Lusher. Yay! We love hey, you! Hey, Coop. <laughs> hey, John. Uh, next, next, we have a, another multi-instrumentalist from the band Hold My Headache, uh, but he also plays drum in the deer, uh, Mr. Ben Bracey. Woo! Howdy. <laughs> Multi-instrument is uh, pushing up. <laughs> oh, come on. And, uh, to cap it all off, uh, our friend John here, my esteemed colleague, is also in the band, the Deer, as vocalist, bassist, and all-around noisemaker. Like I said, I don't know any of these people, and I don't talk to strangers, so... Yeah, I thought the right. podcast was the only thing you did. <laughs> yeah. I'm learning now yeah, you're in a band. I do a fucking terrible job at being part of a podcast. That's it. Uh, we have... Yeah, Coop, uh, you, you're on your own today. Like, John is our guest. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. Like, you're on your own today. I, I am. I'm on my own. I feel, like, extremely outnumbered. I feel like I'm on, the, I'm on the bus, and all the older kids are going to beat me up unless I say something really interesting. Yeah. Well, is this the first time that you have been outnumbered on your own podcast? Because usually it's two against one, right? Yeah, it's two on one. That's true. But every in just in life in general, I'm always outnumbered. So. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, most episodes it's like me and the guest going at Coop. <laughs> There's a lot of crying on the Crush Monocle podcast. We have uh, all these dudes together because as with both bands, Cool Sorcery and Adir, they actually have a split uh, coming out pretty soon, uh, God Inside a Human Machine. The best way I can describe it is, let's see, with Cool Sorcery, it's sort of like an alternative industrial uh, definitely post-punk, uh, but there's a lot more melody, so it's not just noise and static. Um, with the deer, I'm gonna say think of mid-air ministry meets Devo. Take the I'll take the Devo reference for sure. <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, if you like all the things, a little off kelter, a little weird, but a whole lot of fun. Uh, I think this is a pretty good match between uh, both bands. Ben has oh, no yeah. idea what you're talking about because he's never once listened to any of our songs. No, never. <laughs> Ooh, we're two minutes in. We've already got a good confession going. Uh, 
I need... In the band's history, I'm the uh, third worst member. <laughs> out of four. Which is hard. Wow. It's really hard to get to the third worst member in this band. Yeah. <laughs> and not be last. Especially since there's only currently three members. Yeah, it's really hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, what did you guys get yourselves into? It's Kenan's with... fault. It's Kenan's fault and everyone knows it, so it's fine. <laughs> Ken is being awfully quiet, so that that means it's an initial <laughs> guilt. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I I called him. Well, I, I don't know if I'm <clears throat> I don't know if I'm supposed to take responsibility right now for the split, which I think might be my fault. <laughs> or um, <laughs> or the band, which I think also might be my fault. Yep. Both um. <laughs> So, like, I, I'm not sure which one is supposed to be my fault. So, both. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll take responsibility for both. But I feel like right now, more pertinent is the split. Okay, yeah, so you're more sense. in trouble for that. That's fine. Yeah, I feel like I'm more in trouble for that. Well, so we usually start things out by talking about what we've listened to. Uh, being there's quite a few of us, we'll, uh, this will probably take a minute. So I'm going to go with, uh, so yeah. <laughs> for Kendon, Marcos, and Ben, uh, we're going to let John go first, because I'm sure he has a Why bunch of... Why do I always have to go first? Because... Okay, I'll try and like keep it sh- that shit to a minimum, okay? Alright, so what have you been listening oh, to we're swearing? recently? Okay, so I'm just going to touch on like the Sweeping Promises album. Like If you pay attention to like new release websites, mm-hmm. like everybody covered that, so that, that's fine, whatever, right? Um, the new Geese album, which I've talked to Kenan about it. I've talked to a few people. They don't really like it. I've been like trying to pare it down to where I like it. Mm-hmm. But it's worth like checking out. There's at least like a couple hot tracks on there. And then um, I just got sent a new band today. Laurel meets the Obsolete. Oh, okay. And it's like super like drum, bass, like synth. It like has trip hop vibes. But then it's really like post punkish, and they're out of Mexico. And like, I don't pay so much attention to vocals. Like, as long as they're there, they're cool, and it's like part of the song and stuff. I had no idea that they were like speaking a different language other than English until like my second playthrough through, and I was like, wait, I don't have any idea what they're saying, like what they're singing. <laughs> but like, it's super, it's super fucking cool. Like, they did some awesome shit. I think it's just like a duo, like. Uh, drums, synth keys, vocals. I haven't really like looked it up. I just downloaded it. But yeah, Laurel meets the obsolete. It was like a super fun listen, and that was just today. So that that was like right on time. So, yeah, that's totally my jam, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seriously, to, check to him out. For this I mean, yeah. that's the thing is, I I downloaded the album and I was like, I should send this to like Marcos and the band yeah, and everybody. I mean, and I was like, I'll just wait for the. I'm invested, bro. Yeah, it's super cool. <laughs> Uh, you didn't send it to me, John, so I'm hurt. Well, I mean... Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I didn't get it either. <laughs> Is this the time when I lose internet connection? So now I have it now, though, so... Yeah, I've been listening a lot of Tool recently. Okay. Like... I know I'm probably the last person on earth to jump on that train, but... <laughs> Wait, are you just discovering Tool right now? Yeah, yeah. 
like just now I, i knew what they were famous for you know the break tempo stuff but yeah. I, i've only stopped to listen like now <laughs> no i've never heard a tool song in my life wait are honestly. you serious ben <laughs> i've never heard a tool song in my life that i've enjoyed okay fair <laughs> <laughs> That, that's what I'd expect out of you, Ben. Not, even not knowing a single Tool song, that's what I'd have expected. So, Marcos, like, what are you like? What albums or like songs are you gravitating towards? This is kind of fascinating because, like, I've basically been pummeled with Tool like my entire life. So, I mean, their whole discography, man. Like, I've been listening yeah. to like the whole week, like. I love like lateralis. I think it's spelled. Yeah, la But, yeah, lateralis. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like ten uh, thousand days. Everything like I I'm in love with this, <laughs> this man right now. Like I'm, I feel super embarrassed. Like I feel better because I don't. <laughs> I don't know if he's kidding or not, but no, no, no. I've literally I. So my college um, roommate. Like, we listened to a lot of the same music. And yeah. actually, like, I, we shared a lot of the same music. And he loved Tool. Mm -hmm. And I would, for some reason, Which probably I think actually, just, like, drove, drove you away I, from it, right? I <laughs> literally would not let him put on Tool. I think because I was a Tool. I, like, I was, like, just okay. such, like, a pretentious dick back then. Like, I would not let him play Tool. And I don't know. I've just literally never put on Tool. Like, I'm less yeah. of an asshole now, and I'm more open to shit, but, like, I, <laughs> yeah, I've literally have not heard a Tool song that I'm consciously, like, I'm sure I've accidentally heard one, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, yeah. I, that I'm aware of, I, I, no, I have no idea what a Tool song is. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to go with uh, Ben on this one. I've, I've never heard a Tool song that I like, uh... Yeah, I think the only album from Tool I actually listened to was the one that came out like in '96 or '97 when back when Anima? they it might have been that one. It was one where they had like all the stop motion videos yeah, yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. '96. Uh, yeah. whoa, 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 wait, wait. What's the what's this video thing? Oh, so so Kenan, like if, like visual wise, like Tool is like they have like their own aesthetic and own thing. Like their guitar player Adam Jones uh, works in props on like movie sets so he like has done like props for like um like star wars like alien like and whatever so he's like super into claymation and like and just his own like oh, weird that's wild and like you know what do they call that like in horror movies like uh like physical effects what do they call that shit Pra like, practical effects costume. yeah yeah practical effects mm -hmm. so he's like a guru with that or at least was for a, a small amount of time and so yeah they have like their own like visual like thing that they've established they look like nightmares it's like picture tim burton directing a live action version of quake oh okay <laughs> well i mean that sounds fucking rad it is yeah but unfortunately i don't like the music it looks cool okay it doesn't sound cool so to marcos's defense of like diving you know, into I... this shit i would say this like <laughs> and I, i you know like here's the thing is like I think the singer's a dick, and we've talked about it on this podcast, so, like... Oh, yeah, no, I found some stuff about him. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's shady as fuck. But yeah, what yeah. I will say is, like, if you think about just instrumentally, like, the guitar player, the bass player, and the drummer... Yeah, man. Like, they... That is... If they were just an instrumental band, like, I would, like, stand for them. Like, I would fucking be, like, 
because if they just made the songs without the vocals like yeah they're Solo three of the other. most like talented like musicians in my opinion that i've ever heard their drummer is like renowned by like symphonies and like the guy from mashuga which i we probably don't need to go down that path either but like <laughs> he finds him to be an infor- inspiration like danny carey's like world renowned right up there with like the Rush drummer, and now I'm just going to call him the Rush drummer because I'm a total fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Neil, Neil Pert, Neil Pert, <laughs> that fucking guy. <laughs> I'm obsessed with like this. This is broken tempo stuff, and yeah. So like this whole tool tool thing like started like thanks to a friend of mine who sent me a song from this band from the 70s, I believe. And yeah. it's called Utopia. I don't know if you guys mm, ever heard yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like progressive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I've never heard of them. Yeah, like she discovered in, uh, I believe she discovered in a Greg Graffin <laughs> playlist on Spotify. Nice. And she sent me this song from this album, like, but what really caught my attention was this last song called The Icon with the K. And, like, it's a 30-minute song, and... Yep, there you go. Oh, you right. definitely listen to prog rock if it's 30 minutes long. Bro, like, <laughs> it hits all the right spots for prog rock fans. Like, Yeah, for sure. It's it's absurd, man. It's great. Like, it's one of those tracks, like, when I finished listening to it, I was like, man, I need to make a 30-minute track. <laughs> like, <laughs> this shit is so fucking awesome. Like... Dude, and Marcos, you have to make a 30-minute track now. I want, like, a mini-album of just bro, you I, just, like, fucking going total prog, dude. I felt so inspired when I finished that, like... <laughs> <laughs> I was really close. I wasn't in the edge to make, like, a 30-minute track. <laughs> but, yeah, man, it got everything, like, what rock rock prog bands are doing today. And it's crazy because it's uh, an album from the 70s, you know? Yeah. But... And you know, I was doing a little digging from about their history and stuff, and I found that they are actually, you know, personally, I think they they didn't ha- get the attention the attention I think they deserved, you know. Yeah, I've never even heard of them. They're like, yeah. yeah, it's underground stuff, I believe. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. After listening like a dozen times of the icon, I was like in a thirst for more of yeah. broken tempo stuff. And then I remember, hey, there's two. I I heard they do this funky <laughs> stuff, you know. Yeah. And actually, I have a friend that talk bad stuff about tools. So I I believed <laughs> in him. Just like Ben and Kenan. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> I believed in him for a long time. Like I I hi, did bro. not talk. I oh, did not right. talk bad you, about. You abstained. You abstained. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm not gonna listen to this right now. I'm just gonna believe my friend here. But you know, after listening to Utopia, I was like, man, I need to to find more, more uh, prog stuff in in their stool, right? So yeah, yeah, I mean, it's right there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I I've been listening to all of their albums nonstop, like all these days, and yeah, yeah, totally late for the party, but <laughs> I guess better late than ever. But <laughs> no, I mean, I I'm, I'm a little envious because I actually do like an like super enjoy the instrumentals so like yeah no, to find so like sweet. all the albums at once actually seems kind of fun where i was just kind of like forced along the ride yeah know, as they existed so it's awesome man and yeah i don't know other than that it's just the usual i i really like to hear uh video game soundtracks and my day-to-day like 
when I'm whittling. <laughs> yeah. I like to <laughs> nice. hear some soundtracks and, you know, the same bands from the past 10 years that, that I've been listening. So, Hell yeah. What kind of yeah. game soundtracks? Yeah, Man, I know. I, Jesus, here we go. <laughs> just so curious. Yeah, what games, like, recently, specifically? I love, like... I don't know if you guys ever played or heard about Journey. It's like oh, yeah. you, you're like a dude in the desert, and like there's Abzu. And it's all from the same com uh, composer, Austin Winteroy, I think. And you know that kind of stuff. It's like more ambience stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were talking in the chat about Diablo 4. and. Mm -hmm. yep. Man, I, I've been super hooked to their soundtrack because it got that eerie like vibe to it, but at the same time, it's, it's relaxing in a way. I, I don't know how to explain, but it's great. Well, man. It's, it's funny because that's like what the vibe of the actual game is, too. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. The, the soundtrack has like an eerie but relaxing vibe. Yeah, totally. And the game itself has this like flow to it where like it's actiony but like relaxing while you're playing it like like there's almost nothing like it where you're kind of like hooked but like mesmerized at the same time like yeah i don't know like both active and passive at the same time i'm gonna be honest and say that i i've only played the beta but i I have to make a make a really really tough decision between buying Street Fighter Six or Diablo Four. <laughs> go Street Fighter Six. Gotta do it. <laughs> I had to go with Street Fighter Six. Wait, right? you really did? Yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm a big fighting game fan myself. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, big respect from me. Me too. The bro. thing with a game like um, Diablo Four though is it's gonna be there like a year from now. Like, oh, it's yeah. going to be there, like, down the road. Like, people There's... don't need to rush into it if they don't want to. People still like, play Diablo 3, like... Oh, yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> it was two games that... I was, like, searching for a game where you need to, like, um, invest your time in it to be good. And, you know, have a game to play for a lot of years, etc., So and both games had it, so it was a tough decision, but I had to go with Street Fighter. <laughs> a man of sophisticated class and taste. Yes, fantastic, <laughs> good choice. <laughs> What have you been listening to, uh, Ben? Um, so it's summer. Uh, I feel like sometimes I have specific tastes and vibes. Dude, for you know, sure, like, like 100%. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like I've evolved pretty much just the sounds of nature. You know, mm -hmm. just kind of number of music. <laughs> Um, but just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I always go back to like uh, vintage Foo Fighter albums this time of year. Um, a specific Todd Terrier album, album time. Uh, and speaking of progressive, uh, Pineapple Thief too. I don't know if y'all. Ooh, I've never heard of Pineapple Thief. Yeah, they're uh, yeah they're from the across the pond, as they would say, uh, the Pineapple Thief. Um, but as for new stuff, like over the last month, uh, Janelle Monae's new album. Oh, yeah, big fan yeah, of that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm a fan of everything Jason Isbell, and he, he delivered again with Leather Veins, and then uh, Beach Fossils. They did they did a new one. Oh, Beach Bunny? Fossils dropped a new one. I think so. Shit. Yeah, mm -hmm. that was good. 
Uh, but yeah, um, nothing too off the beaten path. Just uh, some old old favorites, and then uh, like I said, those are the new ones that I think just came out last month that I've really been digging. Yeah, I'm downloading that Beach Muscles right now. I listened to that uh, uh, Janelle Monet album today, and uh, I really uh, I really like that one. It flows so well. All the tracks are really short. It's yeah. like a, it's just a cool little ride. Yeah, which is like the opposite from Jason's album, which is like an hour of like <laughs> yeah. maybe thirteen songs, I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, but uh, our our dude Kendon here, uh, he ha- he lives his life by saying that an album shouldn't be longer than forty minutes. Oh God, yep. <laughs> but he's fine to let he's fine to let the band's albums be more. Oh, than that's different. If the music he wants to listen to shouldn't be more than forty minutes. Nah, I mean, I allow I allow some room for like bleeding over a little, but um, and I even allow that like in like playlists I make of bands and stuff. To be fair, like, like I harass Kenan about that so bad, and he's like. Dude, I have cut out every possible part I can, and I'm like, okay, I'm just saying. I think I did actually get it under forty. In the, oh, did you at the like, end? Right didn't at I? the end, I don't know. We were at like, I we were believe like so. Like forty two or like forty one or some shit like that. Man, I got it really close. <laughs> if I didn't, because like it was at like forty six or something, and yeah. like I got it down. Um, like I was malicious at it. Well, I was, uh, I was like, dude, take this part, take this part, and you're like, I can't fucking move that part, dude. <laughs> yeah. What have you been listening to? Yeah, yeah. What, what am I doing this to? month? What are you doing this month besides wasting your night tonight? Besides wasting my night, I am listening to. Uh, so there's this band stuck. They're out of Chicago, and they came out with this album. Either? freak frequency and it's like this kind of like standardish post-punk thing um it kind of reminded me of like that cola album from last year Dude, but cola like it's still fucking good i've been listening yeah to it. now that summer's come back i'm like it's on full rotation <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah it is so good but it but then like the vocalist kind of has like a sort of like talking headish thing going on which normally that annoys me because i kind of hate that um but he reins it in just enough that like it doesn't annoy me so like i can fully recommend it it like goes to weird places it gets really weird um yeah i just downloaded it i'm stoked for this yeah um yeah like on probably like your first listen it's gonna sound like just like through your kind of standard post-punk but like yeah it's it's kind of angular and weird the more you listen to it i think you're gonna dig it and then um this band that i really like came out with a remix of their first album it's called cool sorceries with love maggie birthday edition (laughs) hell yeah um (laughs) man i got to check all these bands you guys are yeah like sounds so fucking cool (laughs) no but like these are like legit the best versions of these songs, Marcos. Like, yeah. I, what actually did you do? I wanted to know <laughs> because, Man. like, like I haven't like. It, is it actually possible for me to listen to this side by side? Because, like, what did you update with your birthday edition of yeah. this album? Because, like, <laughs> I, I haven't listened to the older version in a while and this one yeah. just fucking pops i don't know 
Yeah, I did a lot actually. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I could, I could tell. <laughs> like, I started from, from like zero again. Like, I remixed everything. Like, um, the guitars, the vocals. I, I basically, basically did the, the whole album again. I just didn't have to record the instruments again and etc. record the vocals, but I like I remixed everything, I mastered remastered everything. So it's like I, I think it's a totally d different product. <laughs> and like there's some songs that I even add some added some stuff, like some sound effects and stuff. So uh, it's yeah, man, it's totally different from the the, the first version Hell yeah. yeah yeah it had like it has like added depth i felt like i don't know like that i feel generic now saying that i, I don't know i was worried <laughs> that <laughs> i was worried that it would lose the the whole magic you know but mm. i don't like know like the I, kind of lo-fi charm yeah because I, no, as i was tops. getting like more deep into production stuff like studying much more stuff i was starting to get a bit like worried that what i was doing that album was a bit you know wrong <laughs> mm -hmm. so i overthink things and you know i just what if i tried to remix it everything into all these techniques that i've learned so that was ba basically it. like i was scared it was going to lose the magic but I think it came out pretty good, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you killed it. <laughs> yeah, thank you. But yeah, that's all for me this month. <laughs> just, he's just sitting there, like, repeating. He's like, man, cool sorcerer's name. Yeah. I, mean, I, I mean, I gotta, I gotta call him, too. So, yeah. like, I'm not gonna... <laughs> I, uh, what I've been listening to is a, a newer artist called uh, Baby Storm. Was that the one you texted me the other day? That's the one I texted yeah, you the yeah. other day. It's kind cool, cool. of um, it's it's kind of R and B. Uh, it's definitely kind of eighties synth pop kind of influence, but it's a little bit more edgier. I'm gonna say more dark wave, little hints of goth, kind of like yeah. a more pop version of like Depeche Mode. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, so but it's got like a lot of pop sensibilities. So it's not just a, a constant you know dirge. It's all the songs are super short and uh, to the point. Uh, she doesn't have any albums out yet, but she just has like a handful of uh, singles. Uh, I think she does all of her own instruments. Uh, the track that's currently uh, the hit for her right now is called uh, "The City Is a Graveyard," so that definitely hints in the in the goth territory. But I think uh, my favorite song that she has is uh, called uh, "Painkillers." So, yeah, yeah, that track was dope. That was super good. Yeah, definitely check her out. She's uh, she's pretty good. So there's like a month's worth of shit to listen to that you'll never get around to, listeners. Right. That because you have your own shit you want to listen to. Cool. So <laughs> now that you we've heard like a little sampling of what everyone listens to over this past previous month, you can tell that everyone here um, has different influences and you know different things that kind of make them tick. Uh, I want to start with you, uh, uh, Marcos. Your band, Cool Sorcery. Uh, how did that come about? Like, at what point were you like, hey, I want to be a musician, I'm going to record some stuff? Like, what's the genesis of Cool Sorcery? 
Yeah, so like I think everything started when my like I think it was like 2015 and I was like 15 years old and yeah. my cousin he had a, this project for his college that he needs to make a, a PC game so and, and and he knew that it was I was getting into this production thing etc yeah. like I told him <laughs> one time actually that I downloaded JW and I was going to make some sick dubstep but, <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> we still yeah. need that <laughs> it was enough for him to believe that I was working with music and everything but yeah in the reality I was learning how to drag the, the, the melody I was playing on my keyboard in the, to the timeline you know the most basic, basic stuff ever yeah. so, and you know, I, I, he was. He told me about his project and stuff, and I was like, "Yeah, man, totally. I can definitely do the the audio for your for your gamer." And he was like, "No, yeah, awesome. I'll send you some de details and stuff." And it was like a Mega Man uh, X vibe game. Hell which, yeah! Like some eight bit shit. Yeah, 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 and. I was super excited because I, I I love Mega Man X. It's like one of my favorite, absolute favorite series from the from the game. Yeah. And I, you know, the first tracks that I made for him was like totally garbage because I was trying to learn everything super quickly, super quick, you know. Yeah. And the first tracks. You know, they just sucked. You know, every time I send it to him and his his, his colleagues, he's like, "Yeah, can you turn a bit of this synth down, make it less <laughs> ear bleeding?" You know. <laughs> yeah. At least he didn't respond to me like, "This is terrible." Go like. You gotta, you yeah, know? <laughs> yeah. All the time, but you know, in the end, everything worked fine. You know, the final verses still sounded like garbage, but it was a major improvement from the the first. <laughs> Demos. So did you start on like keyboard? Is that like your like natural instrument, or are you just like because you play like everything, right? So like, what is your Ben? This is going to be a question for you later, but we're talking to Marcos right now. But yeah, like... actually, my my first instrument was the drums. Okay, and wow. I, I feel like every yeah. Okay, I'm gonna... <laughs> yeah. And hell yeah, the guitar and keyboard I I learned by year i guess i never yeah. took classes and stuff but you know I've, after working with my cousin like i was excited to work with more uh soundtracks and stuff yeah and so i was i was getting to this this area of music and this industry of music i don't know and I, i've been in, in, into this stuff's like I was 15 years old and I stopped when I was like 18 or 19 something like that yeah and I was trying to like send emails to like small and big game developers you know asking if I could make the, the soundtrack for the games and stuff like that <laughs> but you know I I, I didn't <laughs> It, I had a lot of frustrations in the beginning because, like, of course, I was, I was 15 and I didn't know 
how to properly price my stuff or simply talking the business language, you know. Right. And <laughs> I, I've come with some pretty interesting demos, you know, to show to these people. But at the moment, like, they they took my bait and they asked me about some stuff about pricing and contracts, everything. They were like, yeah, you're a kid, right? <laughs> like, yeah. You're 13. <laughs> I don't know. And you're like, no, I'm doing, I'm doing video game soundtracks. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> don't just worry about it. <laughs> and man, I, I've lost like a, a, many great opportunities actually because of this. But uh, I've learned a lot, you know, and uh, that experience actually gave me enough confidence to to actually write my first album, you know. Yeah. Because I could work with some small games when I was like 18, 19. And after that, I, you know, I was done with the soundtrack thing. I was like, hey, I... I think I can make a whole album <laughs> because, you know, it, the majority of these games have like short deadlines and you have to make music very quickly. So yeah. it was a very good practice for me to make music quickly, you know. So, yeah, that gave me the confidence to, to write my own stuff and my... You know, I took my garage rock influence I have since I was a kid and I mixed with my fuzz rock that was introduced to me later on yes. in my, uh, my high school. Mm -hmm. And the recent uh, bedroom punk bands that have been out today and I've mixed all that and I've made cool sorcery. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> that was basically it. That's awesome. I always think that the most interesting bands is when they start out not being a band, you know, it's because they start as yeah, something yeah. else and it just kind of becomes, uh, to me, that seems more organic than, Hey, I want to have a band and then a bunch of dudes to start. Um, yeah. I, I've been friends with uh, John and Kendon for, for many, many years. And, uh, I talked to Kendon probably every single day at some point. So I know how his creativity works. Um, but Kendon, how how did this band come about? Uh, well, this is going to be one of the stupidest band stories. <laughs> I set you up on that one. Yeah, I'm already well, laughing because I, I can know. I can just it's make so something cool. up. Yeah. <laughs> I was there at the very beginning, actually. Yeah. Oh God! Then <laughs> what would your version be? Yeah, yeah we, we should what's, hear band here, band what's your Ben? What's your like thirty second version? Let's hear it. Well, I feel like. Um, Kendon probably uh, crashed in some sort of spaceship, and uh, John most likely came from the hollow earth here, not like underground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, kind of somehow meeting at both ends there, uh -huh. and uh, and then at some point, I guess you you just need a drummer. And that's, that's it. That yeah, yeah. the best. Yeah, the absolute best. That Space and hollow sick, earth, and bro. they need a drummer. Well, fuck, we're here. We might as well fucking I mean, cover. It's actually kind of how it happened. <laughs> it's not all. It's not all. Shit. That sounds sick, bro. That sounds sick. Um, well, the long version is. Oh, God. So, um, so 
you know, I write for the the website that this podcast is hosted on. Mm-hmm. And then one day out of nowhere, I just decided to start um, a marketing podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and I sent it to John. Oh, no. And John told me I need in on this. <laughs> and this podcast was called Ad Read. Yes. And so we did this podcast for what did we do this for? Three seasons? Yeah. It felt like it Something eternity. like that? I don't know. It felt like forever. <laughs> it felt like for a goddamn lifetime. Um but like you know, the this podcast was this batshit insane um fictional um, marketing podcast in this crazy world. Um, I don't even know how to explain it. Um, <laughs> and you know, we had like voice actors and shit. I actually I mean, have Coop like was a part of it. Coop was yeah. Part of the Coop voice here was like an actor on it. Um, <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait, hold on. You're, like, you're like typical Chicago voice. Like yeah. Fucking yeah. So what is he, he's doing two. He's doing what he did something in the something about a speed limit. And I was like, wait, what the fuck is that? He's doing, doing like, a Benjamin and a Franklin in the neighborhood or something. What was it? You come on. You know you could do it. Look, man. That's how everyone talks. Half a Benjamin from, in the. So. <laughs> I uh, I mean, this band comes from a podcast called Ad Read, and I was on this podcast as a voice actor, and I recorded, like, jingles and stuff, but somehow I didn't end up in the band. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Well, anyway. (laughs) Marcos, I'm sorry. Ben, I'm also sorry. I didn't mean to. So, somehow, the death of this podcast, because... The thing about this podcast is over the course of the life of this podcast is it went from being an advertising podcast to an almost like experimental music advertising podcast. Yep. Yeah. And so John and I just said, we're going to start a band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we started a band. And our band name is... I was watching is... a jazz game and you were like, do you want to start a band? And I was like... Sure. I don't, I don't care. Oh, yeah. You want to. And so, John, do you want to tell them what our band name is? Because it's stupid and it was your idea. So you have to say it. So it's basically ad read backwards, right? Like, yeah. so that's the whole inspiration. Like, like the the literal name backwards. Like, yeah. the like if you just flip the letters, it's just, it's yeah. so stupid. We added periods to, like, seem more, like, post-punkish. You know, yeah, to seem cooler. <laughs> like lower but it's not cooler, it's it stupid. It has to be lowercase, too. Yeah. Wait a minute, I, I didn't even know that. Wait. <laughs> yes, I did. Come on. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> so everyone who doesn't know, Kendon, Ben, and John all live in different parts of the United States, and they record everything remotely. So Did tell- you hear Kenan sigh when you said that? Yes. He was like... <laughs> Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's probably more common these days than than not, yeah. um, especially in the post-COVID world. But I think that is a, um, in all seriousness, is a super interesting 
um, source of creativity with that with the band. Uh, even though it's there's a lot of samples and a lot of you know digital manipulation and all that stuff, it has to start somewhere. So you guys, what's the first instrument you guys record uh, when you're working on a track? Well, um, it starts from different places for different albums, but on this album, we started with the drums. Yep. Ooh, Ben, you are up. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, <clears throat> actually pretty easy. I, uh, I've got a buddy nearby here who has a home studio and uh, just kind of went over there, played on his drums, and uh, just kind of made some stuff up randomly. Uh, didn't really pre-rehearse too much. Uh, uh, gave Kendon some stuff to work with, which I guess was the plan. Mm. And uh, he turned uh, just some nonsense from me into more nonsense. Dude, Ben, like, so I got to ask you the same Marcos question. Like, where did, did you start with drums? Um, so I would say, like, when I was maybe six or seven years old, I played piano for a couple years. Mm-hmm. And maybe if I remembered any of that, I'd be a real musician at this point in my life. Yeah, I mean, because, every, because yeah. unfortunately, then I started playing drums. <laughs> And uh like why though? why did you gravitate to drums? Like did you have a set I, in your house? Like Um, no, not at all. Like my grandparents had a piano and uh then like in middle school I actually like I joined the orchestra there and played trombone for a year. And I was really bad, so I switched <laughs> uh the percussion section because you they can put you in places if you're bad. Right. There's enough kids there. <laughs> it's like uh here's a here's a fucking tambourine, I guess. You know? <laughs> Um, oh, then eventually I started, yeah, I started, uh, taking some lessons and showed interest in a kit maybe when I was a teenager and, uh, maybe got really serious about it in my early twenties. And then, uh, at some point I was like, I feel like I could write songs if I, if only I knew an instrument that I could write songs on hmm. more easily than drums. So then I just, uh, did a really bad job teaching myself how to play guitar and, <laughs> That, those are the best guitar players, the ones mm-hmm. that do the uh, right. Yeah, teaching themselves. Yeah, if you're just playing very loudly, no one knows you're yeah. bad at guitar. Like you could so. probably be like in Sonic Youth, and no one would even notice. You know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so. Well, I mean, your your band uh, hold my headache, Ben. What do you take from? That's a totally different kind of band than what Dadir is. When you when you started to record the stuff that Kenan was going to use, where did where did it start for you? Did you, did you just how did you come up with something? Did you just start with a beat, or did you have anything in mind? Or um, I I know we kind of want to do some fast fun things. Uh, I kind of worked on different parts of the kit for some different parts of it. Um, I guess the really appealing thing about being in this group is just like just all I have to do is play drums and. I really like doing that, and I don't get to do that enough anymore. So really really just knowing that Kendon can just take whatever I play. I do the same and, shit. It's like Yeah, it. it's just <laughs> Yeah. Um I don't want to say specific beats in mind, because uh I kinda just went in and play like played to some different click tempos and uh just to give him a variety of things to use and just letting him kind of um paint that picture. When you uh, do songs, Kendon, where does it? Did you direct Ben in any way? Like, hey, I want something that sounds like you know this type of 
vibe or where where does it start for you? Um, I think on this one we like we stayed kind of general. Um, yeah, because we... like the first EP, remember you were like, "Give me something like this, give me something like this," and I was like, "I don't know," because we were just trying to figure each other out. Mm-hmm. Really yeah, cool. I think we just basically were like, um, "Do dance punky," and then yeah, <laughs> uh, and then Ben was like, "Like okay, here's um some different tempos I can do it at," and yeah. I said, "That's perfect." Yeah, and then I was like, "Just give me a variety," and Ben was like, "I know what to do." Man, I'm glad you remember. <laughs> I gave a very embarrassing answer. <laughs> that he sent me just like a folder full of stuff. Yep. <laughs> and what I did from there was I picked out, I think, four beats. Yeah, it was like four or and five. I think four, actually. Four. I, sent, I picked out four beats, and I sent four beats to John yep. out of like a... Uh, big folder of beats that Ben made and I said John we need three songs do four basses to these four beats and we'll make three songs out of these four basses yeah so like the shit that I sent I'm like I don't fucking know and then he like sends the stuff back and I'm like that sounds cool and I don't think that was me I think he sampled that shit off the internet somewhere (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah that's what I do yeah he just takes shit it's not we're not an actual band Ben and I don't play on this he just takes little snippets (laughs) from the internet well with the with the use of samples how what is your approach to that Kendon Uh, I think samples are probably uh even if it's uh, of just Ben and John or whoever uh how important are samples to to the band? Well, I mean, it's kind of weird because, like, so in my um, my solo project, I I am um, actually um, like solely do samples, mm-hmm. but I've never done samples in um, in this band before. So this split is the first time I've ever done samples, and it's because we had a bit of um of a vocalist issue that, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that caused us to get creative. Um, and Marcos here was, I thought, very gracious through the entire time because, like, <laughs> through the entire al- album. He's like, like, what the fuck's wrong with you? I can sing my own songs. You guys can't. I, <laughs> I know. Like, uh, like, what were you thinking this entire time? Because so, like, like we kept like being like, okay, so like, like at uh, first, really like, like, like that this person is going to be like doing the vocals. Okay, no, no. Now we got like a new vocalist. So the new vocalist is going to be doing. Okay, now so now here's the play. Okay, so the new vocalist has this thing going on. Oh, yeah. So we're going to be doing this, and then the new vocalist is going to be doing this, and then like, nah, like if it sounds this convoluted, it's because it was. Yeah. You know, it really was. It's always yeah. What, so what were you? So what were you thinking, Marcos, when we were just like throwing like all. All of this like like so nah, like bro. all this vocalist <laughs> drama at you because like we just had like it was probably like fuck i'll just do it just t- yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i'll fucking sing over these songs nah, shut bro. The fuck like <laughs> stuff like that ha- happens man like all the time and 
I don't know. I, I was cool with it, you know. Uh, I didn't want to to pressure guys or anything. <laughs> I, I I was just like totally cool with it. Nice. I mean, you it happens. Feel pressured, like yeah. I mean, for so <laughs> to I guess to tell the story because that was not the story. Um, you know, F, we were having a, a lot of trouble, the, the three of us, um, you know, me, Ben, John, figuring out how to do the vocals on these tracks. And then there was a guy I was working with on another thing who we asked, like, hey, did you want to come on and be the vocalist? And... He was like, driving, hell yeah. We were like, we'll work on your EP. We, we can yeah, we'll yeah. be your band. <laughs> we'll be your internet band, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and we were going to work on him with um, him on his EP that he wanted to work on. Um, and he was, like, really excited to work on this. Mm. And then he had some life stuff come up. And so we kept delaying and we kept delaying. And after a while, we're like, okay, here's what we're going to do. Um you don't worry about writing the vocals. What I'm going to do is I'm going to just like find a bunch of samples. <laughs> I'm going to lay a bunch of samples on these tracks. John over here is going to write some vocals for you to do. And you're going to have like very tiny vocal parts to record <laughs> around these samples. And when you get a chance, you can do it. Like this was going to be the plan. Mm -hmm. Right, John? Yep, That was the plan. And so we did the samples. The samples fucking cool. Unfortunately, I was a little bit iffy on the copyright because um, who I sampled it from was iffy on the copyright. And I was very iffy on the sound quality because it wasn't good. Um, so I hired some vocal actors from our old podcast to redo the vocal samples and use those instead <laughs> and that was actually pretty fun and fucking cool because they nailed it yeah and i can't wait for people to actually listen to that because like one of them like what's incredible is so like the the one voice actress on the um <laughs> on that that's on each and every one of the songs. The only one that speaks in a British accent. So all the samples are originally in a British um, accent. I told the um, they're like actors. like old BBC samples. Yeah, right? they're old BBC yeah. stuff, yeah, right? Um, I told the actors not to worry about an accent if they don't want to, yeah. right? Um, by the way, Coop is also one of the actors. I'm See, you're part of the band. Right you're the baby. You're part of the yeah, band. Yeah, exactly. He's on this album. Um, I was trying to make drama to make it even more interesting. No, it's obnoxious. You're part of the band. <laughs> Anyways, so so this one this one actress on our um <laughs> that that we have on this, she is so good at mimicking people <laughs> that. She Honestly, sounds better than the original recording. 
and <laughs> she sounds better than and sometimes i can't tell the difference <laughs> between like, them which one am i using i don't want to get sued <laughs> yes yeah, the only no, the only reason i know the difference for some of them is just because of the sound quality yeah yeah that's it the files because that's how good she is and i asked her like i was like how the fuck did you do it and she's like ever since i was a kid i've always been able to just like mimic um like accents and voices like nice she said if somebody can say a line to me and i can just say it back like exactly like it she said <laughs> she did the lines by listening to it, the original recording and then she'd like listen to it like twice or however many times yeah then she'd just record it back then go on to the next one. Oh shit that's efficient and then yeah. she'd do it over and over and then she just yeah. nail line after line fuck yeah a light, a, oh, a, awesome. a lot of the sampling, um, <clears throat> even for ad read, how it would work. Uh, Kenan would give me a script, and he would say, "I was on ad read uh, quite a bit, doing various characters, whatever." Yep. And uh, he he really wouldn't direct me so much. He would just give me a like the script and tell me what it was going to be about or whatever. And uh, I would just kind of just record the same line like a whole bunch of different ways. Because I thought I was being helpful, you know, like, oh, I'll just give Kenan all this stuff. I'll read it like in this guy's voice. I'll read it in this guy's voice. I'm not an actor, and I hate the sound of my own voice. Uh, you have a podcast. I, look, that's why this podcast sucks. But anyway, um, <laughs> it's defined by the guest. Um, but uh, I think I don't. Now that he's explained this, I think that I maybe I made it more difficult because. <laughs> If he was like, "Oh, do the one voice," like I don't know which one that is, you know. Dude, the Chicago you can't you can't do like the Chicago voice like right on cue. That shit kills me every fucking time I listen to it, dude. Now I'm self conscious of do I have a Chicago okay, accent? Okay. Um, no, but like you, yeah, the two bits and the I can't even. I keep trying to do it. I um, do it. Samples are. Uh, I I don't know how to explain it, but. It makes everything really visual. The songs on this, on this, on the split, the the deer, uh, the deer, the deer songs are very visual, uh, being audio in that sense of mechanical. And then the cool sorcery stuff is very um, visual in a different way. Uh, yeah. Marcos, when you're recording tracks like for this split, did you have something visual planned when you put your songs together? Yeah, I mean, when we uh, we and Kendon were discussing the idea for the team for this split, and we came out with this um, uh, this concept of God living in a digital world, you know, mm -hmm. that was all the the visuals I I've, I could imagine, you know. So I don't synths and and noise and all that stuff like basically was what I was visualizing uh, in my head I believe yeah I mean that's the thing too is like Marcos I think as, as far as I can remember Kenny may have been a little bit further on one of our tracks or maybe I haven't even sent my shit in but yet but like Marcos sent the first track and I was like, holy shit. And I don't even know if that track's making the cut at this no. point. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. not even on yeah. the, it on was, the split. 
it yeah, was I mean, totally off the what we were <laughs> but like for what, me what? that's what got me psyched like i heard his track and i was like fuck we can do something like kind of like this like marcos is like a lot more fluid like just because he you know but i was just like it got me so stoked and like and you know it's the track that i got super inspired by and it's not even on the fucking release so you know, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean it was a, it was a good track like i can definitely release it you know afterwards like dude you have sometime. to at some point like that shit was dope like, <laughs> you can't just like leave that in the archive somewhere yeah but like the moment that i went like i was struggling to come up with ideas for this split actually and the moment when i hit nirvana was like when you guys sent your tracks and like i remember i remember i was in like in the college parking lot and Kendall messaged me with that saying that he was going to work with his tracks and he sent me your guys tracks and so i hit play in my car and the moment that i heard like john bass i was like Okay, I know what you motherfuckers want. So, <laughs> I was like, man. To be fair, was... that bass did not sound as cool on the original track. He he, he made it sound <laughs> ten times cooler. <laughs> well, it's no, good no, to know no, Marcos no, and no. Coop have both listened to the songs because I have not. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, Ben doesn't even know what the fuck we're talking about, <laughs> bro. But but like, I was so excited to, to like get home and start working on new tracks, you know. And but I had a, like this class to go, so I <laughs> I was <laughs> like, "Fuck, like, I gotta go fucking yeah. sit through chemistry." <laughs> yeah, I was like <laughs> sitting in my chair, like shaking, like, "Oh my god, I need to go home. I need to write." Because <laughs> I, I was super well, excited. What, bro, what like, class was it that you had to sit through? Do yeah, you what? Yeah, do you remember? I don't remember, bro. But but I <laughs> and like I, I do geology. So okay. it was something like, I don't know, some crystal fuckery. I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I was super excited to get home and start like making new tracks. You know, I that that first track, it's I decided not to put in because it was a bit off, and you know, because our theme for this split was so like you know it, it was so wide it, like mm -hmm. it had so many different paths to go you know i was kind of lost in the <laughs> the sea of possibilities yep. and you know the first, first track was like way off what we were deciding to do but after i i listened to your tracks like I, okay that that's going to be it and everything went so much smoother after that it it, it worked it worked like flawlessly. yeah i mean i feel like i feel like everybody like hit a groove like we yeah. definitely had like a giant pit stop like with the vocals but mm -hmm. like you know like it took a second and then you know like you know Kenan kind of figured out where he wanted to push the songs and then i think you know just like marcos said like he sent you know some tracks and like everybody after that just kind of like it took a while to take off is basically and then once it did like yeah i think that you know sure. all four of us were just like oh fuck this is crazy like this is like this feels like next level shit yeah for sure and that's i mean personally that's where i'm at like that it just feels a lot more like fun and exciting not that it, the band wasn't more than that but like 
to partner with Marcos and like, you know, be looking at like, like cassette releases and stuff like that. Like, it's just, it's super fun. So, I'm and you know, like, uh, your band and my, in mine, like, we got like different approaches for what our sound is, you know, what, yeah, for sure, genres. Yeah. And it was like super interesting trying to find like an, a middle spot to, yeah, to where like fits. Split. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, Kendon, how did this, uh, how did this union come together between, uh, uh, Dadir and Cool Sorcery? Um, I feel like I may have, um, I think you used, you harassed him. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I feel, I feel like I may have used, um, John's website here to <laughs> to try to rope uh, Marcos in. So, so I listened to the the first um, release of With Love Maggie, and yep. I was like, "Man, no, to be fair, to be fair, like I can back Kenan up on this. Mm-hmm. Like Kenan's been sending me cool sorcery links, yeah, like, albums. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, yeah, and I was like, like, fuck yeah, dope as shit. Like always was like." <laughs> Fuck yeah! Like we both yeah. love cool sorcery. Like, <laughs> and I said, and I said, this is really cool. And I said, I really want to make a um a split with this guy. And then I said to myself, what is a good path to making a split with this guy? And I said, I'll do something cool for him, and I'll shout out his album on John's website here in my <laughs> monthly column that like I shout out stuff that I like because right. at worst I shout out something that I like. <laughs> and then yeah like the worst case scenario is that people hear about something i like you know <laughs> and so i gave um his album a shout out in the monthly column and then i think i tweeted out on twitter obviously because it's a tweet um that like i'd love to do a split with him and then i think i said to you marcos that i was serious yeah and then he felt bad like, for us and then he was like, oh i feel bad for you guys you're so desperate Oh, yeah. No, 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 I think I think I it wasn't think... until later that I followed up, right? Yeah, we started discussing this split idea. I think it was in July from last year, but we actually start like composing stuff in January this year. So yeah, because we wanted to finish up. Um, because we we, we released. <laughs> no, 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 man. Yeah, we were March supposed to be done by good. like I don't know April, May. I don't know. Not now. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah. That's the vocalist problem. Um, But, yeah, so we wanted to finish up our uh, LP, and um, our LP came out in January. Or, yeah, in January. So as soon as our LP finished up, I was like, yo, want to do this? And I actually was like, kind of surprised that you said yes but <laughs> bro like, like <laughs> when i I'm checked your guys super... band camp like i was yo i gotta do this shit like that's it it's going to be very interesting like mixing mixing these two styles you know you know and i i was excited when i first heard in you know 
here we are. <laughs> yep, here we are. <laughs> the album, uh, the the split EP is called. God inside, God inside a, a human, human machine. machine. Yeah. God inside a human machine. <laughs> God inside a human machine. Ben, all you have to know is just that. You don't even have to listen to it. Just, just know that. <laughs> oh, I'm going to listen to it when it comes out. Sure. <laughs> that was my plan. <laughs> I'm interested to see if any of my vocals made it onto it. I don't Yo, know. Yeah, ben, your vocals what? are on your there. Your vocals are on it, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Spoilers. Uh, oh, yo, and and I want everybody to know that more of Ben's vocals would have made it on there if Ben's mic didn't break or yeah. whatever oh, broke. Sucks. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Kendon, you and uh, Ben uh, worked together previously on a track. We sure did. What track was that, Ben? Oh man, I thought you meant like at a summer camp. <laughs> no, <laughs> which which did happen. Oh, yeah, we also ago. did do that. Wait, too. could we listen to the summer track or the summer camp track? Is that anywhere? On- yeah, no, that was our no. band. We were in a band called Summer Camp. No, we, we like literally that- worked together at a summer camp. Yeah, and was the band called Summer Camp? No, <laughs> we did sing. We did sing songs around a campfire. Did- could we yeah. put this on band camp? Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. How about sure. hold it? Look, hold on. Hold on, I don't mean to derail the podcast. We're just we're going to talk as a band for a minute, right? Can we make the next album be versions of the summer camp songs you guys sang, but we'll like make them like a lot of them are popular pop songs that we would get sued for if we did try to do that. Yeah. So we'll f- we'll fuck them up enough to where no one notices. We you could do okay. Yeah, record deal backward. <laughs> we could play them backwards like the yeah. band name. We'll play them back. Yeah. Yeah, you in on this too, Marcos? <laughs> yeah, of course. Okay. Bro. You just you right, just join right. the band. It's fine. We're good. Yeah. Like, you can be the singer. So. I mean, uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's the whole thing. See, the whole thing with this podcast wasn't just to talk about the 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 two so- songs. It was actually to get everybody together to like <laughs> like a megazord. Just keep making, yeah, yeah. Just keep making albums. Yeah, and then that's and so then so the cool. podcast will just turn into just us talking about ourselves every month. Yeah, and Coop that's being okay. like, you know, I'm not officially in the band. Like, no, but you were on like three tracks this time. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> Suddenly we we are a, is one band, a super group. Yeah, yeah. So when can we expect for this thing to come out? Well, if the We're podcast for mustache to grow in, is it not out yet? <laughs> yeah, what's the, what date is this podcast out? Well, if you're listening to this podcast, then it come out the day that you're listening to it because so it comes out on the fifth. So I'm listening to it right now. Yeah, I'm listening. To, yeah, so I'm listening, listening to it right now. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> we have just reached a wormhole. We have crossed over the threshold, <laughs> and uh, it's going to get really weird from here on out. <laughs> it's the day um, after Coop finalizes the MP3 and bugs me about it for a day, and then I forget about it for a day, and then he yells at me again, and then I upload it into the feed. Well, the album comes out or came out on the seventh. Okay, so we have to have. Wait, this... the album comes out on the seventh? Yeah, man. <laughs> okay, Excellent. so by the time this podcast comes out, the album will already be out. So after you listen yep. to this, go download. The split EP. From... Wait, the seventh of August. 
No, man, of July, like in two days. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're like me and listen to the podcast before the album, um, you can you can uh, stream it. <laughs> well, so Ben, so Ben, so Ben, by the time this podcast comes out, you'll have already heard the album because you'll hear the album before the podcast. So how's the well, album? He's already sound? heard the podcast. I don't know, but I'm, I'm listening to the podcast. Right now, I heard that shit live. Yeah. Oh God, I gotta get this shit together. Oh, no. oh, God. I gotta get it together. Do we, I gotta make. Do we need shit. to have a band meeting right now? Yeah, yeah. Just cut the recording or just fucking keep it. Recording. No, let's let's record it. <laughs> you know? It's good, it's good content, right? Oh God, Marcos, is everything good on your side in the album art and all that shit? <laughs> no, we're guys. We're, we're all set to go. We're good. I we're thought good, I had to fake fan picks and stuff. <laughs> no, man, we're good. Okay, we're good. Uh, so the Crush Monocle podcast has just become an ad read episode. <laughs> oh God. Okay, oh. I gotta make fan picks. Guys, send me your fan picks. Okay. Okay. I think I, I think I did. Oh, you did. Cool. <laughs> I think I'm the only one who had him in that folder, though. So oh, that's perfect. <laughs> okay, so if you're st- if you're still listening to this episode of this podcast, uh, this sorry, this yeah, yeah we're this, sorry. This uh, <laughs> the album is just as weird, but in a much better, more endearing way. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> I'll let you know. <laughs> we're gonna have Ben on later to tell us yeah. the review of the album yeah. that he started things out on. Can we have Ben on as our only guest next month? Just be like Ben. Like, oh my god, I don't know what the fuck's going. On. Let's do a review. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I don't want to be in this band anymore. Yeah. <laughs> They need a new drummer. <laughs> and another new singer, clearly. <laughs> okay. Um, but I do want to say that uh, I wanted to thank you, uh, Marcos, for hanging out with us super late. Uh, where you are no, right I now, it's so. probably a lot later than when it is here. No, Marcos, thanks a bunch, dude. Yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you guys for having me. Yeah, it was, it's great. Uh, the tracks are awesome. Your tracks are awesome. Kendon actually sent me that one, your one record before he put it in that article. And I listened to it because it was a fish on the album cover. Oh, <laughs> I think it's actually a a frog. <laughs> See, that's, this is what happens. No, anything with with some, some sort of aquatic animal, I have to listen to it if it's on the album cover. Wait, what? Cool. Is this real? Yes, this is real. Wait, two, so I could send you anything with a frog? If, or if it's a got a frog or a fish or, or any kind of aquatic animal, I'll listen to turtle. it. Turtle? A turtle Kendon, even? Tendon, do you understand what we have to do right yes. now? Yes. There's, okay, I have, you. I have, I have two rules that any any album with nudity on the cover is by automatically, okay. if, whether it's good nudity or bad yeah. nudity, it always turns out to be a good album. Well, that's just oh, you man, being you firmer. must love that hotelier album, except for that one. And then um, <laughs> anything with some sort of aquatic life on the cover is usually a good album. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Think I'm about trying it. to think of like the shittiest albums I know that have like a aquatic something on the front so yeah think like, about it i fucking yeah. love this album <laughs> I, i'm willing to bet that if there's a fish or a frog or a lizard or something <laughs> it's probably a good album 
good Does the album. Free Willy soundtrack count. Movie soundtracks don't count because that's yeah, a just, poster. No, the free. He asked you about the Free Willy soundtrack specifically. That, that one Michael Jackson song is pretty good. You know? That Michael Jackson song's a banger. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. <laughs> All right, we can't go down another. Yeah, one. I'm not going. I'm not doing this. My um, internet dropped it's, again. Yeah, it's late where everybody go. is. <laughs> Um, all right, though. Seriously, I do want to thank um, Marcos, Ben, Kendon. Uh, thank you for hanging out uh, with us. Please download this uh, this split. Um, one final push, uh, Kendon. Why should they? Why should we listen to this album? For the people listening to this who don't know either band, what is your pitch for why we should listen to this record? Um, yeah, pitch I mean me we this. pushed. I mean, we've pushed how weird it is, but really, it's just plain fun, man. Yeah. Like, it's a fun album. Like, more than weird, it's just fun. Yeah. And it moves. It does move. It's an experience, like, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a good pairing. I know you didn't ask me a goddamn thing. But, um, <laughs> like, Marcos, Marcos's songs fucking kill it. And, like, I just, yeah, like, it was. it's fun being a part of this. So, like, if you want to listen to people having fun, like, that's kind of what it is. If you want to listen to Ben just kind of obliviously drumming to something he thinks will be cool at some point, also listen to this. I I think you've sold me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Ben's drumming is part of what makes our track so fun. Yeah, like, like it's, it's level up. It's yeah. total level up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm a big fan of Hold My Headache, so... Uh, yeah, hearing, no shit, right? Hearing him, they got a good drummer too over there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love that band. The drummer sucks, but uh, the band is yeah. so good. <laughs> uh, so it's cool to hear everyone here uh, to come together and work on something that's uh, textually awesome. Um, so go out there and da- where could we uh, download this record? All the you places. Can, yeah, you can get it at all the places, but you can get the full album. By purchasing it either on our Bandcamp or the Cool Sorcery Bandcamp, and a purchase will get you both sides. One purchase on either Bandcamp, and a virtual hug, which is awkward, mm-hmm. <laughs> from all four of us. Which is even... And then Coop, Coop gives you a half a hug because he just he, he's part of the band, but not all right the... officially. I'm just kind of yeah, the, yeah. Give you like a fist bump. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. A fish bump. A fish bump. A fish bump. A fish. A fish. Aquatic. Oh, okay. An aquatic fish bump. <laughs> aquatic fish. That's something different. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, I want to say good night, everybody. <laughs> nah. uh, no, this is a whole lot of fun, you guys. Um, go out there and listen to the record. Um, yeah. Thank you for uh, for hanging out with us tonight. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate thank it. You, Appreciate it. Thanks, Love you, Coop. Hold on. Hmm. Can we ask everybody yes or no on Showgirls? Oh, yes. Uh, Marcos, if you've listened to the show or Ben, if you've ever listened to this podcast, we always try to bring up the movie Showgirls at one point because it's a cinematic masterpiece of trash and awesomeness. So uh, what is your yes or no on Showgirls, gentlemen? Bro, I don't think I ever watched Showgirls before. So that's a maybe. That's so a that's maybe. a maybe. That's a maybe. We're going yeah, to make that a yes. Okay, yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> ben, yes or no on Showgirls? I'm going to say, uh, please don't show me that movie. Snow Way, Jose. That's a no? 
Yeah, it's a no. <laughs> well, 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 hold up though. Before we close this out, is it? A no? I've never seen it. I just, I, you know, I got to be contradictory though. If it's a yes, you know, I got to play the, uh, the the no man. Those freaking drummers! I'm telling you. Can we get yeah. a maybe or like I'll think about mm, it? I'll never watch it, so I can't do that. Okay, so no. Okay, that's enough. Yeah, I'm anti movie in general. Okay, Kenan. that's a stance. Kenan. So I've never seen it, but when I was a child. Mm-hmm. In let me think, it would have been fourth or fifth grade, somewhere around there. Okay, we had a high school foreign exchange student from Germany, Wait. right? Okay, and every single weekend we would go to Blockbuster, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And every single weekend he would try to rent Showgirls. Yes. Every single weekend, all year long, until finally, towards the end of the year, my parents let him rent Showgirls, (laughs) and he got to watch Showgirls. I didn't get to watch Showgirls, okay? You were 11, 10, 10, 11? Uh, I don't know, fourth or fifth grade, whatever age that is. So check this out, though. Yeah, okay. This was when when some new Windows came out, Windows something, and it was all fucked up. Mm -hmm. My mom was spending all day on the phone with the people at Microsoft because Windows was all fucked up. (laughs) And then she finally gets through to them, moves to go to the computer, the phone comes unplugged, she kicks the couch, breaks her foot, right? Okay. When she's away at the hospital, my foreign exchange student, the first thing he does is say, hey, Kendon, come over here. Wanna watch Showgirls? <laughs> yes! <laughs> this is the best story ever. Hell yeah, dude. And I, listen, I didn't, and it's a good thing I didn't, because, like, I, I would have gotten busted because, like, there was, like, going to be a babysitter situation coming on, like, momentarily. Right. Like, but, like. You let the foreign exchange student just take the rap by himself watching Showgirls? But, but he was ready to pounce. <laughs> The moment my mom was like out of the house, just like time for Showgirls Part Two. <laughs> okay, dude. So okay, now I'm going to bed. So Kendon had a brush with Showgirls. So that's yeah, a yeah. brush. That, that's a yes. That all sounds like a dream. Your mom breaking your foot. Like none of that sounds like it actually happened. That's incredible. Yeah, and the funny thing is that was um, the day before Beth's um, birthday, and it ruined her birthday party. That's my sister. <laughs> So, Showgirls ruined... That's... Yeah. That's three yeses. No, no. No, Windows ruined oh, my right, right. sisters, yeah. No, so, Kenan's a yes, just for the story alone. Right. That's a me, you, yes, mm-hmm. and then a Marco's half. So, we're working with <laughs> three and a half yeses. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm reading the, the synopsis for this, and like, what's <laughs> up with that, bro? <laughs> Marco's, dude, please... Don't go to bed tonight. Just watch Showgirls. Can I I make a proposition? Um, You start the official Showgirls podcast, and at the end you ask the guests uh, what album they've been listening to recently. Uh, Yeah, just (laughs) 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 
<laughs> yeah. I, okay. Yeah. So, all right. No, there's no better way to go out than that. No, there's no it. better way. No. Ben ended it. Yep. That's ben it. ended it. That's it. We're done here. Take it easy, right. everybody. Listen to us next month. Uh, this is uh, Crush Monocle Podcast. Peace out. Peace. Thanks, everybody.